Let's get back to the action. I'll just say this where nobody's on the ball. And take you in the zone with your host, Brandon Kravitz. Welcome back to the show in the zone here on FM 96.9 The Game, iHeartRadio. Time now for our in the zone player of the night. And this five tool player made our nomination really easy today. Ronald Acuna Jr. creates his own club in Major League Baseball, becoming the first player ever to hit 40 home runs and steal 70 bases in the history of the league. Unreal. Uh, Really should have taken this guy with the number one pick in our Zoneheads Fantasy Baseball League. You live and you learn. Congrats to Ronald Acuna Jr., uh, our In the Zone Player of the Night, presented by Better Edge. Sign up today using the promo code BEATBRANDON. Earn $20 upon your first arrival at BetterEdge.com. My fins are getting a lot of love, and it makes me really uncomfortable as a Dolphins fan. I have lived through some some highs, but it's been mostly lows. And even when this team gets me excited, there's usually a rug to be yanked out at some point, so color me skeptical. This is one of the reasons why when I saw the team a little uneven in the preseason, I went, you know what? No, I'm not going to let these paper champions get me all excited. Well, I have learned in the last couple of weeks that I really need to start limiting my exposure to the preseason because it fouls up my opinions. This Dolphins team and what we've seen through three weeks is uh, it's truly incredible. 3-0, and the team has already scored 130 points. That's an average of 43 points per game. For reference, the modern-day record, so this excludes teams from the 1950s when male men were playing strong safety. I'm talking about real football. 2013 Denver Broncos averaged 37.9 points per game. That was the Peyton Manning-led team. The Pats' prolific offense from 2007, 36.8 points per game. So if the Dolphins keep this up, and I know we're only three games in, but... You watch this team operate, and they didn't even score that much in week two. They think they had 24 points against New England. You're talking about a couple of the greatest offenses we've ever seen, and the Dolphins could be right there. Now, it's worth noting, the Broncos scored eight points in the Super Bowl that year in a loss to the Seattle Seahawks. The New England Patriots scored 14 points in the Super Bowl in the 2007 season in a loss to the New York Giants. The last team to score 32 points per game. So that is 11 points per game less than where the Dolphins stand right now. This is my barometer. The last team to score at least 32 points per game in a season and win the Super Bowl was in 1999. It was the L.A. Rams. Every other team before that and after it that scored 32 points per game or more I, w- I t- tracked back to the 1980s. So since 1983, if you scored 32 points per game or more, you lost at some point in the postseason. You still, to this day, have to play defense. And so I'm not throwing a bucket of water on what my team is doing. It's incredible. But don't just go penciling them into the Super Bowl because they've got to show that they're the total package before we can get there. 
Absolutely. I mean, these numbers that they're putting up are absolutely ludicrous. They're on track. Tua Tagovailoa is on track to throw for over 6,000 yards this season. The current leader is just north of 5,500. Just about every statistical category on offense that you can track, the Dolphins are on pace to smoke every one of them. Having a 70-point game in Week 3 and only having three games to do these uh, pace base off, that helps. But they have a chance to actually keep this up. And again, last week, that 70 is without Jalen Waddell, who led the NFL last year at 18.1 yards per reception. Per reception. By the way, Tyreek Hill is up there in that stat this season. So they look like an offensive juggernaut right now. But as we've learned in the world of sports, it doesn't matter necessarily how you start the season. It's how you finish the season. And, it all, and in football, it all comes down to week by week. When yep. it gets to the playoffs, you can beat the. We saw it with the Patriots. Thanks for bringing that up, by the way. You're that was my earliest nightmare in sports. Was the uh, Patriots eighteen and one season? It comes down to one game. That's where last week doesn't matter. Week one, week two, week three doesn't matter. It's all about the end of the year. Now that doesn't mean that you don't keep your foot slammed on the gas pedal right now and try to score as many points as you can, as many yards as you can. Um, but yeah, like you said, you can't. Go and put that Sharpie down in your Super Bowl prediction right now just based off these three weeks. And this is me not trying to talk myself down. I'm trying to talk you guys down because my Dolphin fandom, my lifetime of being a Dolphins fan, I haven't seen this team sniff the AFC championship game. So let them go to the Super Bowl and lose. I'll be fine. Believe me. I've never seen it before. So it would be incredible to experience that. If that's what this season is... That would be a win. You'll probably hear me hear me cry a little bit on the Monday after if that were to happen, but I'll take it. This None of this, though, is stopping uh, guys like Colin Cowherd from putting the Dolphins at the top of his herd hierarchy. Number one. Miami's beating teams by 20 points a game. The most creative. I feel like, are they peaking? Will they play this well in November? Andy Reid's team's will get better. This young receiving core will get better. My only concern with Miami is will they stay healthy? Jalen Waddle was already hurt. Their defense is only 23rd. It's well coached. I think Jalen Ramsey could help. But right now, their creativity, um, they lead the NFL in all major offensive categories. It's a fireworks show. Get a ticket. Pay for it. Absolutely fun to watch. Absolutely. I'm enjoying it quite a bit. And uh, uh, Colin Cowherd, though, you know, he can be a little kooky and out there sometimes, but he is not alone. Stephen A. Smith on first take. We all know who number one is, though. Right here, the Miami Dolphins. I can't even think about their defense. I know it was 20 points that the Denver Broncos scored, but Miami had 70. Okay, Vic Fangio was coaching that defense. We understand what he could do on the defensive side of the ball. Offensively, you got Tyreek Hill. You got Monster. You got Tua Tungvaloa. Excuse me, they didn't even have Jalen Waddle. Do you understand what I'm talking about here? Barrios, what this brother can do as well. The Miami Dolphins might go down as the most prolific offense in the National Football League in recent memory. Dolphins, 49ers, Eagles, Bills, Chiefs. I mean, Stephen A is really good at what he does, but he just get, he just did like the the classic sports guy clutch or or crutch rather yeah. where I don't know what I'm talking about, so I'm just gonna rattle off the roster. The box score, yeah, baby. That's Who's right. up numbers? That's right. They we're, got they got Waddle. They got they got Mostert. 
I mean, we're both guilty of it from time to time, but hey, it sounds okay, right? It's a sports guy crutch. I use crutches, sure, but when you hear Stephen A, you hear Stephen A do it on the biggest sports TV show in the country, whatever. The point is, is I love the love, okay? I'm not trying to be overly negative here. I just want to keep things in proper perspective. Prolific offenses don't win Super Bowls. That's not an opinion. That is a fact, Go back to the list of them over the last decade plus, the last two decades. We simply don't see it. And we don't know if this Dolphins team is even going to be one of those. Is this an all-time great offense or is this a red-hot September? That's the question that I ask myself. I cannot wait for this Sunday, though. The Bills, what a perfect test at the perfect time. Is this Dolphins team for real? If they were playing almost anyone else, you know, there are a couple teams on that list. With the Bills being in the division and fighting for the AFC East, just feels like the perfect time to go, okay, great. You scored 70. That's awesome. Never seen it in my life. What can you do on the road against that team? Especially on the road is the biggest part. Buffalo up there for one of the toughest places to play in the entire league. You add on top that it is a divisional game for Miami and Buffalo. That always adds a little bit of extra spice to any matchup. This is going to be a great test for them. And it's going to this this is a point where it can be a make or break. I don't expect this Miami Dolphins team to go 17 and 0 in the regular season. They're going to have a hiccup at some point here and they have tougher matchups throughout later in the season. You get over this hurdle of Buffalo though, you get to kind of not relax for a couple of weeks, but you have the Giants coming into town, you have the Panthers coming into town before things really pick up again with the Eagles, Patriots and Chiefs. So you get over this Buffalo hurdle. You're looking at a smooth little six and zero. Keep that red hot streak going. That'll be, this can be a deciding factor. And is this a red hot streak or is this the best offense that we've ever seen? Yeah, that's that's the question, and I think we'll partially get an answer this weekend. Keep in mind they have matched up really well with this Buffalo Bills team. If I'm just looking back to last year, because that's really this formation of the Dolphins. You can't compare prior years. the The Dolphins are the the Dolphins of the current form, we saw the uh, the infant version of what this collection of talent and Mike McDaniel, who, by the way, was a first-year head coach when he was doing this last year, they played three times the two divisional games in the regular season, then they played in the playoffs. The Dolphins won the first meeting that was in Miami at home uh, 21-19. They lost by three points in Buffalo later in the season. And by the way, that was in December. Give me Buffalo in Buffalo when it's still 70 degrees, not minus five. So much rather the Dolphins play them now. And then they played in the playoffs. Yeah. And that was Skylar Thompson at quarterback, and they lost by three points. So this Dolphins team plays against Buffalo really well, and this is the best version of the Dolphins that we've seen since they put this crew together. You look at that playoff game. That Dolphins team had no business even being in the playoffs at that point. I mean, they lost, what, they they had a, a big-time losing streak towards the end of the year there. They, they they were not a team that deserved to be there because Tua Tagovailoa, who was their leader last year, and he was their success for a big portion of the season, wasn't in that game. To take that Buffalo team in Buffalo in January when it's still freezing in New York and to lose by a field goal. That's just unbelievable. This is going to be a, this. This is the game of the week here. The Dolphins lost five of their last six games at the end of last season, and the only win they had was an eleven to six victory over the Jets. This year does feel a little different, though. More in the zone coming up after this.